Support for WMNF and Live Music Showcase comes from listeners like you and Generations Cosmetic and Family Dentistry. This modern dental office provides both routine and complex treatments, including improving smiles. More at gendentistry.com. For musicians, and, and really in everybody's lives these days, and the toxicity that can kind of come with it, and how inundated musicians kind of have to be with that culture. I'm dying to talk to you about that. I think you have some really interesting things to say about it. But first, let's hear some music. All right. Hi, guys. <laughs> They're all waving back at you, I promise. Yeah. When I met you, thought you broke a curse In sickness or in health, yeah, for better or
Summer Hope here on Live Music Showcase, setting her life on fire for the weekend. I've done that before. Thanks. I did that yesterday for my birthday. Yeah. Congratulations. Went buck wild. 24, right? Yep. It's all downhill from here. (laughs) One more year and you can rent a car. Slay. I can't wait. Just get that insurance for the weekend. I can't wait. Yeah. That song is called The Weekend. It's about doing crazy stuff on the weekend and then you wake up. The next day and you're like oh my gosh why is nobody texting me back oh my gosh why did my boyfriend break up with me oh my gosh like why am i so hungover that's so, what that song is about that song's a fairy tale you've never had that experience before right? absolutely not no it's never, never happened to me because i'm a perfect angel you balance your checkbook on the weekends right 100 right yeah, yeah me too i definitely still use a checkbook mm-hmm. that's for sure it's 2023 cash and checks and snapping next there it is love it what's the next song called the next song is called our own sins uh i put it out last year Love this song. Such a good song. It's about doing bad things. I would imagine so. The album art is uh, provocative. The nun thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was just kind of a play on like something so wholesome. Yeah. And it's just like we all have our vices. Yeah. If I was going to capture that caption that that image, I would have been like, "None your business." 
None your business. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Ken. You can have that one for free. Thank you. <laughs> Take it away, fellas and lady. And there's just nothing that I can say There's just nothing that I can say Music showcase here in studio with us is Summer Hoop. Clearly, too in love with her own sins, mm-hmm. aren't we all? Though I am in love with my own sins, and that's why you keep sinning because you just can't help it. There it is, and then Sundays it's like an etch a sketch. Just cross it, shake it off. Never happened. 
If you want to see this show, um, just as much as you're listening to it right now, maybe you're listening in your car, maybe you're listening at work. If you're listening at work and you're right next to a computer, you can actually see this show live right now. It's, we have a live stream going on in studio here at WMNF. All you have to do is go to Facebook, go to WMNF's live music showcase, and you'll find us right there. Join in with the live stream phone. We've already got a comment uh, in the stream right now. Uh, let's see. David Bryant says, thank you. She's a beauty. Who are her musical influences? Stop it, David. The band sounds good, too. You guys sound good, too. Yeah, nice little consolation there. Yeah, you guys are okay. <laughs> he we said, she's beautiful. The band, they're okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that sounds about right. No, I'm just kidding. You guys sound fantastic. Really, you do. And we will find out all about Summer Hoops' influences and more coming up at the half of the show during the interview. But right now... Uh, I think I want to hear the next song. Okay, this next one's a really, really fun one. Ooh. It's an unreleased song. Ooh. Um, I had like these friends that I make music with that I wrote a bunch of music with back last year, and he would always say, like, Summer, would you sign a record contract? And I would always be like, dude, I would sign my life away for a Big Mac. Like, I don't care. I will. Um, so yeah. then I wrote this song about kind of like this whole dramatic, like if I were to just to move to L.A. and become like the worst human being ever... This is what that song is. I love be. that. I love Thank that. You. And I think this song speaks to what we're going to be talking about in the interview exactly. a little bit, too. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's really good. <laughs> Welcome to the world's silliest character arc. Ready to be washed up from a drunk Hollywood star. Thinking a blue check, don't need love or respect, whatever I want to get. American Express, I don't got no interest Dress me up in stupid clothes Buy me new friends and a different nose Send me to rehab in a Porsche I'm going down, but I'm doing it for sport Though I'll watch me fall apart I tell my mom that I'm doing it for art It's the role of a lifetime Become one I don't like, sell my soul For a Big Mac and a small fry Shave my head, change my name Crash my car while I'm doing cocaine Fool my fans, they're so easy Charging 20 grand to meet me Underweight and feeling fine Never have to wait in line Wake up in another one They'll all ask me what I'm on Sell it all to Scooter Braun Dress me up in stupid clothes Buy me new friends and a different got canceled on the internet Reflected on the things I said No tap apology Just so I can live the dream Find me new friends and a different nose Send me to
Live Music Showcase here in studio with Summer Hoop. Live Music Showcase is the show where you get the music and you get the story behind it and behind the artists that make it. Live in studio here with Summer Hoop. And uh, I can relate to that. I remember the days, uh, especially like, you know, three in the morning on a Saturday night slash Sunday morning. Yeah, I would absolutely have sold my soul for a Big Mac and a small fry. But I'm like... As long as the label's getting me out there, yeah, right, it's fine. They're, all I ask for is a little little McChicken once in a right. while. That's all that I need. The McRib when it comes back around. Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Never the fish fillet. I'm looking at you. You know who you are. What she ordered? Not fish fillet. No, absolutely not. Uh, so, uh, uh, what's this next song called? Pay-per-view. Yeah, this is the new. This is the new. The big release that you've uh, you've been pushing. Song. Yes. This song has been stuck in my head. For literally two weeks now. So if I'm over here like mouthing the lyrics, you know, uh, don't don't be weird. Don't be weird you. about it. I right? sure hope so because I've jammed it down everybody's throats enough that I hope that people are. You know get what though? I think that you kind of have to do that in this day and age. Yeah. You kind of have to beat people's head with a sh- with a sledgehammer when it comes to your music because there's so much music out there now. You know, we'll get into this in a little while. Right, right, right. Let's hear the song. Right, yeah. right. This is called Pay Per View. I just put it out a few weeks ago. I hope you guys like it. Let's get rocking and rolling. Um, it's about just being absolutely obsessed with people, even if they're not obsessed with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you just another girl, but I need your pity kiss. I know you think that I can't but everyone else just tastes like. Your car and sleep in the back when things get hard. They said a week is kinda early on, but when I look in your face, where I see God. You don't really like it when I cry to you, but just another thing that I don't wanna do. Everywhere looks another shade of blue. I just wanna watch you like a pay per view. Fantasize and I start to drool. Oh, you know that in love I'm a fool. You put me on the roster I'm in your city If you wanna see me Please don't think it's crazy I just want you to need me You don't really like it when I cry to you Just another thing that I don't wanna do Everywhere looks another shade of blue I just wanna watch you like a pay-per-view
live music showcase here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. We're live in studio here with Summer Hoop. That was Pay-Per-View, her brand new song. It's on all the streaming platforms right now. As soon as this show's over, you can go listen to it on any of the streaming platforms. You can also hear this episode and all of our other past episodes on Spotify and Apple Music. All you have to do is search Live Music Showcase on both of those platforms. Uh, and this episode will actually drop tonight. Uh, I believe they, they drop around 5 p.m. So coming up, uh, I think after, probably after this next song, we're really going to dive into who Summer Hoop is, what's going to make her tick. She's been on the show before. It's great to have you back. Um, I love having repeat guests because I get to hear the new music and how it's evolved and how you evolved as a performer in the band. And it's such a cool experience. I'm so happy to have you in here. We're going to talk a little bit about something I think everybody can relate to, which is um, social media toxicity for mental health. After all, this is Mental Health Awareness Month here at WMNF. Uh, I know I can relate to that personally. I feel like everybody in this room can probably relate to it in some degree here. Uh, the other thing we're going to do is a, is a thing we've started doing over the past few weeks. Uh, we do a little thing called AMA, which is Ask Musicians Anything. And that'll be your chance to call into the studio or leave us an email. Um, and I'll give you that number here after this next song. You call in with your questions for Summer Hoop. You want to ask her anything you want to ask her. Everything's fair game as long as we can say it on the radio, basically. You call into the studio. Our board op, Charlie, will take your questions, and he'll uh, feed those over to me, and I'll ask Summer those questions here in a little bit. But first, we're going to do one more song, I think, uh, with Summer Hoop here, if we can. And uh, as soon as they're ready to go, I think they're probably ready to go here. All right, yeah, I think we're good. No, 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 it's cool. This is what I love about live shows. Like, it's a, it, this is this is live, live. Like, what people may not fully understand. Yeah, if you're listening on the radio, I was deciding to change a song, so we're gonna do a different song. I love it. Yeah, is this gonna be tutti frutti? Sorry for the silence. Yeah, I love that song. I love your version of that song. No. Uh, but that's, that's the nature of this show. We have a live band here in studio. None of this is pre-recorded. Um, the past two weeks, we had to run a couple of reruns because we wanted to help support Heatwave, and we had bands from past episodes in those episodes to, fe- to represent Heatwave Best, which was last Saturday, which was a huge success. I don't know if you got to be at Heatwave last week, but if you weren't, you missed out. So make sure you keep an eye out for future tickets for next year's Heatwave because I have a feeling it's going to be bigger than better than ever. But now... That's your Summer Hoops next song. This is another unreleased one. Sorry, I keep talking before every song. No, it's uh, good. It's good. (laughs) It's a song I haven't put out yet. It's called Think That You're Lonely. Probably one of my favorite songs that I've written. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had an experience with somebody where it's like it did not go well. And you're kind of like, I hope that you never evolve after this. I hope you just stay that same way that I remember you as. And it's never true because people are constantly changing. And people are like, hey, remember that person? They're doing so much better now. You're like, I don't care to know. <laughs> but um, it's just nice to think that maybe like when our relationships end, whether it's like friendship or a relationship, um, that these people can just like stay that same way in your mind. That's how I like to imagine it. I think that after me, where are you going to go? Snow globe. After me, it's all downhill from there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this song is called Think That You're Lonely. (laughs) If you're growing up, that's not the person that I know. You 
Music Showcase. We're live in studio with Summer Hoop. Uh, yeah, that one's got some nice feels to it. Thank you. Man, that's 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 a tasty song. I like it. Really, really nice. All right, so uh, we talked earlier this week uh, about a subject that I, I think is pretty relatable, especially to musicians out there. And um, there is this culture in the music world now that has developed over the past, 
I would say maybe 10 years, maybe a little before that, but it's really ramped up. And especially since the pandemic, um, where, you know, everybody knows this, where, where it's like, you know, you shouldn't be on your phone all the time. You shouldn't be obsessed with, with having to, to post constantly to, uh, you know, selfies and, and everything and reels and, and TikTok and all these different things. And yet uh, for musicians, not only do you need to try to embrace that in some capacity to be successful these days, it's almost required it's like entry level, like you, you're not allowed to have a following if you're not embracing this this uh, social media culture that can can give off the impression that you know you're self-absorbed or this or that. Which, frankly, it's a stereotype that isn't true most of the time, especially for musicians. And uh, that all of that said, from a business standpoint, from a marketing standpoint, Summer, like your your social media presence is on point in my opinion i think it looks great i think you Thank you. you put that effort in you put that work in but you're also to a degree at least with like your close friends and things like that on instagram you're pretty transparent about the fact that like you don't enjoy being on social media and being like th- that even though you kind of have to be yeah so let's start with this at what point in your career did you realize how important that was? Um, I, I do think, as you said, a lot of things shifted around during the pandemic. Sure. And that's when social media became very prominent in making certain songs and like artists go viral. So I think that's when I first started realizing that it was not only an important thing, but also obviously a great tool that you could use from your house like I understand that it's not I understand it's a great thing for artists to be able to do like anybody at the disposal of your own fucking oh my god I didn't say that don't your own fingers that's okay that's okay that's all right keep moving keep moving (laughs) they'll catch um, it they'll um, catch it it's all right but to keep in mind I am 24 okay and as of yesterday happy as of yesterday um and I have had, sorry, I'm so frazzled now. I've had the internet since I was like eight years old. Yeah. I got a Facebook when I was like 10 years old. Wow. I, I should not have had one. Okay. And um, like as soon as Instagram became popular, I got an Instagram. As soon as Instagram became popular, I got an Instagram, which I was probably like 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. So social media has always been super prominent in my life. Okay. So I was always using it, even okay. before I was really promoting music. Even when I was like in my bands, when I was younger in high school, college, I was using social media. But then during the pandemic, a lot of the stuff shifted where you'd hear a song and you'd be like, where did that song come from? Somebody would be like, TikTok. And you're like, I didn't even have TikTok at the time. I got TikTok pretty recently, actually, because I thought if I took on another platform, I would crumble. <laughs> Fair enough. Already using what I used, like Instagram or Twitter, I had a hard time and it kind of sucked a lot of life out of me and I will I'll scroll endlessly for hours I I would be terrified to see my screen time because it'd probably send me into an existential crisis but I found so many artists that I love now through the internet and social media and I I obviously I want to be that for somebody else that's out there so I'd say recently I've been pushing myself a lot more and it, it takes a lot of other people to 
come up to you and be like, oh, well, why aren't you using this? Like, why aren't you on TikTok? Like, I just post videos of me dancing and I get, you know, 10,000 views. And it's like, dang, I should be doing that. Did I answer the question? You did. You did. No, Adam, so here's the thing. For starters, like, this is a conversation. Like, you're allowed to say whatever you want to say, short of, like, FCC and all that stuff. But um, (laughs) that's okay. We already got that one out of the way, so we don't have to worry about it. So... As so, you you got into ten years old. Ten years old was so. Was it Facebook? It was the first one. It was like Facebook, and then Instagram followed pretty sure. quickly after. Yeah. Which I don't think kids that young should be using that. Sure. But what are you supposed to do? Monitor them at all times of the day? I mean, that's the big question right mm-hmm. now. What I think we're experiencing, and and this is maybe like the bigger conversation at the end of the day. But I think what we are currently experiencing, and I mean this like by we, I mean like the whole human race right now. Anyone that's, uh, you know, has access to Wi-Fi and a mobile device at this point. We're experiencing this revolution in both access of information and connectivity that has never been seen by the human race before. And we're, we're literally at the forefront of that. We're literally at the frontier of that. My generation, your generation, my generation, I was born in 86. So cell phones were a thing, but they were for like the ultra elite. The TVs in black and white back then? You better watch it. (laughs) Some of them, sure. Yeah. We still had a TV that was like, had the buttons on the front for the channels instead of a remote. Were you guys riding horseback to school? I wish... I wish if I had a horse, his name would be Thunder, but I digress. So when I, when I was little, the internet was this novel thing that we saw in, in movies, really, right? And then suddenly it was in everybody's house. And then phones went from being, you know, the thing that was sitting on the wall that was corded that only one person in the whole house could use at a time unless you were rich and you paid for another line to being one of the most, po- like there's more power in a cell phone, there's more technology in a cell phone than we used to go to the moon. That's profound to me. And so what we're experiencing now in the human race is this strange renaissance where we have all this access to information and people have the ability to create and put out information to, and they don't have to check it. There's no, there's no one standing, or I shouldn't say there's no one, but there's not enough people to combat the amount of people that are just like, I'm just going to say a thing and See what anybody has to say about it. You know, we'll see what happens. And so we're at this strange, like, crux. And in the music industry, we're in there, too. And you have to now deal with both sides of that coin. Because on the one hand, yeah, you're right. There are bands now that are charting on the Billboard charts simply because of the streams that they're getting on TikTok. Like, that's that's literally a thing now. Billboard charts... And, and record sales now are considered in streams and TikTok is part of that. So you got people that are in the top 10 now that maybe have sold, you know, a couple thousand actual physical CDs mm-hmm. that maybe haven't even performed on a stage before some of them. Oh, that part's crazy. Yeah. The amount of people that blow up and have not played a show. Yeah. Which, and I would never, I would never knock on anybody that is blowing up that way. I obviously if I could I would sure um, I just know that it's crazy cause it puts a lot of people in positions in the music industry that maybe we're not prepared for that or maybe right. do not have all the skills and tools that they experience that they should have yeah yeah and I've, I've heard of like younger TikTok artists basically having to like cancel tours because they are 
overwhelmed or just they didn't realize how much pressure it would be or maybe even like the thought of performing gives them anxiety yeah which is insane i'm like please just give me one take yeah. <laughs> you just haven't found the right dance and the right you know right. that's it that's all it is yeah but so let's talk about your i want to talk about your personal experience with this mm-hmm. because i i know from my own experience how difficult it is for me and frankly i think and maybe i'm wrong and i'm making an assumption here like like a straight white man often does. But I think that the experience for a woman on TikTok, on social media, especially one, you know, you're 24, you're a beautiful woman. I would imagine that the reception that you get from people that are following you on on those social media platforms isn't always uh, positive mm-hmm. and isn't always, like it could, like borderline traumatic, some of these things that people say sometimes. Have mm-hmm. you had that experience? I have received a decent amount of feedback. I would say I honestly am my own worst enemy. Sure. <laughs> and most of the time the things that make me crumble is if people like comment on the actual like content. Like yeah. if they comment on the music or the song that'll like send me way further than if they're like, Oh, she's ugly. Like, okay. okay. Um Do they say that, that? That I'm ugly? Yeah. I'm sure somebody has somewhere. Okay. But um no, I just mean well, I've always had my own issue with social media as in like, I really don't like looking at myself sometimes. Okay. And if you're going to film videos, you're going to do all that stuff. You have to just find a little bit of confidence to go ahead and do that. Yeah. So if I muster up the courage and I'm like, hey, maybe I don't love the way I look here. Maybe I don't feel great, but I'm going to post it because I have to post it. And if it doesn't do as well as I was hoping it was going to do... Or maybe somebody says something like, oh, this sounds generic or like compares you to somebody. That always bugs me too. What's a, what's a comparison you don't like? Give me a, <sighs> give me a recent, oh, she's no, like cringing. Wanna, oh man. Not, nothing's like bad or anything. No, this is the thing. This is not a situation but where like, I don't like But if somebody is like, oh my God, it's giving like Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. I'm like, okay, well, I've been trying to do like rock alternative music my entire life she was in disney channel as a child never went to a real school and like i said i respect it if i could be there well like she was you know she never went to like this real public high school or anything like that i have very different experiences or if somebody's like it's reminding me of Billie eilish i'm like we've had such different experiences that it it does kind of bug me a little bit. Hmm, interesting, but that's what that is what people do though. Like they they hear something. I, I I do that too. I'm I'm guilty of it. I hear something and I immediately want to figure out why I'm enjoying it. One of those ways is to relate it to something I already like. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's just my own personal experience. But like, but when you hear that, okay. So actually, you 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 touched on something that's really important, and I think so you put a lot of work into this content, right? You put as much, maybe not as much, but you put a lot of work into your songwriting, into your performance. Band sounds tight. You guys sound really well rehearsed and like just, (laughs) you're you're kind of like in the uncanny valley of like, you sound so good that I want to make sure that I remind the listeners that this is a live studio performance. Put it that way. Every note you're singing is like right where it needs to be. The vibrato's on point, the execution, everything. It sounds great. It's clearly a lot of effort and work and time and blood and sweat and tears that goes into that. And 
I feel like recently you've gotten good at applying a similar mentality to the marketing side of your music too. So when it doesn't perform as well as you would like it to, where do you go in your mind as far as that, like like doubt? like Rock anything? bottom? You go to rock bottom? Is that where you hit rock bottom? I, I, well, I've never had anything that's truly done crazy numbers. Okay. Like social media wise. I've yeah. never had something pop. Yeah. Um, but I do get kind of, it's like a cycle. Yeah. Where you'll get really excited and you're like, okay, I know what I need to do and I'm ready to do this. You push yourself to do a whole bunch of that. And then it's like, okay, I did all of this and I'm not seeing what other people are seeing from it. And everybody's like, just keep going. You're like, okay, I guess I'll keep going. And then you keep going and you post more and you post more. And then eventually you're like, this is not working. You're like, this is not working. I'm not seeing what I want from this. We have the band, we're playing shows. I feel like the music I'm writing is making me really, really happy. But the social media aspect of it is not working the same way I see it working for other people. So then I'm just down and I'm sad. And next thing I know, like somebody's texting me and they're like, hey, you haven't posted in like five days. And you're like, yeah, I'm just, I've been sad. And I also have a day job. So I've been trying to make money and I'm also sad. You still have to, you have to survive. Yes. Yeah. And then you keep going and then you'll find that sort of want to create again. And then you just keep going in the cycle and you keep making stuff. It doesn't do well. Eventually you keep going, you hit rock bottom and then you get excited again. So, so that cycle... Do you find that every time you pass through that loop that it affects your personality outside of music? Like, has social media affected you outside of music? Or are you good at, like, compartmentalizing that? It definitely affects me a lot more than I probably realize because... I will meet people and they'll be like, oh, you don't seem like what I thought you would seem like from seeing you on the internet. Really? Yes. I okay. get that quite a lot. So what, what do they say when they say that? They think that I would maybe be like more extroverted and outgoing, a little and... bit more crazy. Yeah. Whereas I'm, I'm, I need somebody to come up and like start talking to me first okay. because I just assume nobody wants to talk to me. So I'm not going to go out there and be like, hi, I'm Summer. And okay. it's not because I don't want to. I just sometimes have a hard time with socializing. Maybe a little bit of anxiety when it comes to that. And, Very um, relatable. <laughs> so people will meet me and be like, oh, you know, you on the internet, they don't say this exactly, but they essentially are like, you seem so cool online. They're like, so what's up with this? Oh, okay. So do you is that like what you take away from what they say to you? Or are they well, I get afraid that maybe I like feel kind of phony. Okay. Or I feel like I maybe need to, I just try a little bit harder to seem like really cool and put together when that's really not how it is. That that that's what makes me the most nervous when somebody like sees me on the internet and they're like, "You seem so cool." I'm like, "Do not meet me in person." Okay. Because I will not live up to that. Okay. Um, I want to go to the band here real quick, you guys. I want to make sure your mics are on, uh, real yeah, quick. Yeah, please let but me stop talking. Let's do a no, no, no. This is this is kind of like a uh, I'm aging myself here a little bit, but this is kind of a, a Mark Twain, Huckleberry Finn. Uh, gets to be at his own funeral kind of a thing, basically. But you guys probably work with Summer more than anybody else right now. Would that be accurate? You guys are... How, how often do you guys rehearse? We'll start with the, the panda over here in the corner. Uh, usually two times a week. Two times a week, okay. Yeah. And how long are the rehearsals? Three hours. Yeah, three, three, three hours. Four hours. Three, four hours. 
Gotcha. Okay. So three or four hours twice a week. That's a decent amount of time invested uh, hanging out with a single individual. Uh, Get on your your mics real quick, guys. I'm curious, scale of one to 10, how cool do you guys think Summer is as a person? Oh, man. She's going to blush real hard on this one. She's a 10. She's a 10? Yeah. I'm going to go 10. She's a 10? Yeah. Why is she a 10? Why is she a 10? Dad, you're embarrassing me. You're going to score that goal at soccer practice, Summer, I promise you. No, really, like, I, I genuinely am curious because what I'm hearing from Summer is that, and what I'm hearing from you is that, is that you feel an obligation to, to kind of create a persona online because you might be worried that the real you is not enough. Is that accurate? Do I have to pay you for this? No, this is all free, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> When in reality, I don't know you that well, but we've had a few conversations. And every conversation I've ever had with you, you're intelligent, you're insightful, and you have strong opinions about things that matter in the world. And I think that uh, people deserve to know that version of you too, frankly. I think that the real you is enough. Thanks, Ken. The persona's great. The persona's <laughs> fun. It's, it's really good. It's very, very good. Do not get me wrong. I am not being critical right now. This is not an instead of or either or situation. I think that people getting re- getting to know the real summer as well would be a tremendous uh, pop positive thing for everyone. What do you guys think? You think that's accurate? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. The, this is what I love about bands too is they're they're supportive both in the music aspect and in the emotional aspect. This is why I love playing with a group of people because frankly sometimes we all need it. Yeah, these guys. These guys. Let me tell you about these guys. Tell me all about them, They're so silly. (laughs) No, I'm like very grateful that they show up for me and they know that I don't have much to offer right now except for the dream of something potentially happening. You mean in terms of career and all? Yes, and they're very supportive and have never, I don't know, they've never been like, well, if we're not getting this, we're walking. Well, there you go. I appreciate that should be that should be a given. Like that should be a sign a lot that of you people. are worth working oh, with. Okay. Yeah, I'm leaning on it. I'm leaning into it. I promise. All right, we have chatted enough. Thank you, thank you so much, Summer, for being here. Um, if you want to call into the studio right now, eight one three two three nine nine six six three to ask Summer Hoop any of the questions you might be having. And after the song, uh, we'll take a look at some of those questions and get some answers. I think. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and hear one more song. Then I'll uh, take the show out, and then they're going to leave you guys with one final song after that. So this is Live Music Showcase. We are live in studio with Summer Hoop. Summer, what's this next song called? This next song is called Until It Stains. I put it out back in January. Um, it's a little bit of a rocker. Uh, it's kind of about somebody that you just want to suck all of the bad venom out of their life. But you can't do that for people because it'll really drain you at the end of the day yeah. if you try to fix everything for somebody. Um, Makes you nauseous. Yeah, it's almost like if you just like took somebody's skin and you just started wearing it as yourself. This is you going in a different direction. I'm enjoying it, all right. <laughs> and you took on all of their pressures and depression and you just carried around at all times. Song's gonna be in the next Silence of the Lambs, yeah, I'm sure. It's like That's solid, it's good. <laughs> Put solution on it. You know it's so messed up. I've never described it like that, (laughs) except for right now. Right until it stains again. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yep. Take it away, Summer Hoop. I 
Music Showcase here on WMNF's 88.5. We are live in studio here with Summer Hoop. And uh, that is our show, everybody. We've got a couple of, uh, maybe not questions, but we do have some comments here from the uh, from the old comments there in the uh, in the live stream. But first, I want to read off the, uh, the show credits, because after all, this show is uh, very special in that it takes an entire team of talented and dedicated volunteers to make sure that it runs smoothly behind the scenes. Our sound engineer today is Joe Remo and Pam Robinson. Our video director is Bree Shoemaker. Cameras are Marcy Connors, Charles Holsoppel, and Will Stead. Our board op is Charlie Cushing. I'm your host, Ken Apperson. Uh, real quick, we do have one very quick little uh, note. And actually, it's not even a question for Summer. It's actually a comment on the, uh, the audio engineering. Band is incredibly tight. Whoever is mixing is killing it. Sounds perfect. Motor City Mac. Guy named Motor City Mac. We had some comments in the live stream, too, that I think are pretty good. Um, 
it says uh, this is in reference to like being re- being like um, uh, compared to other musicians, and it says uh, it's a form of flattery. Part of the human condition is to make associations when you hear, see, experience something new. It means they're trying to connect this new sound with something they know. That's from Rosie over there in St. Pete. And then also, they're also comparing you to singers who are wildly successful. Mm-hmm. So offering a different perspective well, you're there. you're not going to compare me to like, who's the most least successful musician, you know? I don't know myself. <laughs> definitely myself. They're not going to compare yeah. me to Ken Apperson. No, definitely not. No, she's got more hair. It's, uh, it's where we start. And there's plenty of other uh, things as well. And then uh, Paloma says, what a beautiful voice. So no questions, just a lot of really positive comments here in our feedback. Uh, That's what we love about our listeners I love here. Palomas. I do too. They're some of my favorite drinks. They're delish. Yeah, back in the day, I remember how they tasted. They're very good, very very good. All right, so summer, we have just a few moments left here in the show. Literally just a few moments. Would you mind taking us out with one last song? Yes, this song is called "Back from the Dead." I put it out last year, and it's about seeking revenge on anybody that's ever hurt you. <laughs> What's up? Got a little extra pep in my step Bet you that you never see me again Ever since you ripped my heart on my chest I'm back, not a ghost Everybody's got my name in their throats Telling you how much I changed But you know I'm looking better by the day And you're sore You thought you'd send Your prayers and sympathies Oh, now you and woke a cold body Yeah, I'm coming back from the dead Of hell to tell you to go yourself. I bet you hated me, thought that I was crazy. It's my entertainment to haunt you from your basement. Thought you said your prayers and sympathies. Oh, now you are a body. You thought you'd play. This is WMNF Tampa.